Hi, welcome to our podcast. I'm Mary Abazia, and I have Tom Spitali and Sean Wellem, and we're all from Impact. And this podcast, we're dedicating to what we're calling the flavors of marketing. And the reason is, is that, I mean, around the world, um, any company that we walk into, the first thing we're trying to assess is, is what do they think marketing is and what is the role of marketing in the organization? And we actually have done a segmentation on this. So it helps us understand what we should do with companies. But it strikes us as, you know, it it's a disconnect if you're if you get hired into a company and you think you're doing one type of marketing role and the organization thinks different. Or um, a lot of times we have senior managers that said they get hired into a team and they said, these people don't know anything about strategic marketing and they all are just filling out brochures. So we thought we would go into this more and identify, help you maybe even sort out for yourself and your team. And then what are ways that you can move your organization if if there's a different way to, to help um, have a marketing role? So with that in mind, I'm going to pick randomly Sean that's going to go and take us take us to the next part of this, Sean. Well, I mean, what are we trying to think of? What What is the, the definition? I mean, is that a question that can even be answered? Because I don't think it can, right? Because it's, I think, as you said in the intro, Mary, it means so many different things to different people. I guess it'd be interesting to get our perspective on what we think it is. I mean, we spend our life in this sort of area. You know, I, I, I'm going to go first as you as you you, uh, you you handed me the bat on, but I'll be very brief. I think marketing in the B2B world where we tend to exist, exists across all of the commercial functions, including sales. You know, I don't see a, a, a split between sales and marketing because in terms of positioning, in messaging, to some degree targeting, segmenting all those things are relevant to sales and should be created collaboratively with sales so i think sales and marketing and to me it's ultimately about the two questions marketing is about who do we want to talk to and then what is it that we want to say to them so that's that's my opening gambit the simple version tom what do you compl complicate that for me yeah, I'm struck by the irony of the fact that a lot of times we um, are called into companies to help them create a common vocabulary vocabulary for marketing, but they don't have a common definition of what marketing is. So that's what we're trying to do here, right? Um, I think that my definition of marketing might even be simpler than yours, Sean, in words, but it becomes very, very uh, dynamic after that. I think marketing is how you're going to differentiate your products or services in the marketplace. Now, what that presupposes is a couple of things that I think to be true. One is that you have to be differentiated. <laughs> you know, that that's really, um, what matters to the customer. So you kind of you, you kind of start with that premise. But then when you say, well, how you're how you're going to differentiate in, in the marketplace, that leads to a lot of different things. A lot and as you kind of alluded to, Sean, that touches a lot of different functions. So I also think that that begins to suggest that marketing is, um, and this is a word we use a lot, has to be an orchestrator. They have to orchestrate the many cross-functional 
uh, entities that go into making sure that your products and services are differentiated and unique in the marketplace. So um, that's a pretty simple definition, but because there's so many legs of that, then you can start to say, well, a lot of those legs, a lot of those aspects of differentiation fall into maybe different functional areas that exist in a, in a company. Some of them that are known as marketing, but others of them that are known as sales or um, medical affairs or what have you. So that's that's why it gets it gets complicated. And that's why when you talk about marketing, a lot of times we talk about marketing with the big M and the small M, the big M being kind of the definitions that we're going at right now. You know, um, the, the one that Sean proffered, the one that I'm proffering, big M. But a lot of companies marketing is a small M, which is, you know, there's still all these things that need to be done around strategy and how you're going to go to the marketplace. And marketing with the small M is just one little tiny, tiny piece of that, which is fulfilling, you know, making brochures and supporting sales. Mary? Yeah, um, my my favorite quote was from uh, Beth Comstock at GE when she called us in and she, she said, I have 5,000 marketers and they don't have a clue what marketing does here at GE. <laughs> so um, that was, I mean, so there is a cultural thing, you know, even though they obviously there were a lot of people that were marketers, there was a way of doing things and, you know, and and good for her. You know, she wanted to make sure there was the, like you said, the common language. Um, to add to what you're saying, I, I love what you guys are saying about sales and marketing being together and differentiation being the, the goal. Um, so I'm just going to layer up a little bit on that and say that um, there's the the big M is typically more in some companies, the upstream. And that's where more of the the future, the trends, all of those things. Marketing's job is to be the periscope that looks out and says, this is what's coming, guys, you know, be ready for this. So and I think that that, you know, sometimes gets labeled upstream, not all industries or organization has that, but that is more that role of the big M is, is who are our stakeholders now and in the future, you know, where, what is going on with our competitors now and in the future. Uh, a, a marketer that just sits there and says what's happening now is really just not doing anyone's service. So that's, so I think that future looking role is really important for that um, upstream thing. And then the downstream, that's where it has to be clear, concise. What are we going to do? What are we not going to do? And um, that sometimes gets called the little M or that's where you end up seeing the the brochures or, or even, you know, digital media being developed, but it should hopefully link to the upstream. But a lot of times it's, there's a huge disconnect in those two. So. I mean, ultimately, to, to me, the, the other thing about marketing being the way we express or, or add value, create value for clients and then deliver that value, communicate that value. If you look at that, it really is the, 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 the front end of the business, you know, that everything else is supportive, the operations, all the different functions, legal, finance, HR and so forth are these supporting functions. But the essence of the business is to generate revenue and customers typically. And therefore, marketing owns a huge amount of that. And therefore, it's very closely tied to the strategy of the business, because if the business on a grand corporate strategy is deciding to expand into particular countries, invest in new product research and development, 
or to consolidate somewhere or maybe even to dispose of certain products or, or, or business units. All of that really is the ultimate start of any marketing. Marketing is, is the execution, if you like, of a strategic plan, unless the business is massively in retreat, in which case, you know, and, and that happens. But as a general rule, marketing and strategy are very, very close bedfellows, I would say. Agreed. And I think that regardless of how you define marketing in your organization, um, what's really important is to realize that all the functions that we're describing upstream, downstream, are they, they've got to be done by someone, you know, and not just one someone, right? I mean, typically that it's dispersed across, um, you know, a number of, of functional areas, some of which might even be called strategy, you know, the, the, the strategy function. And, and, and then there's the sales function and there's the, the marketing function. You know, the idea though, as Mary said earlier, is that whether there is a single marketing entity that owns all of upstream downstream activities, or there's a dispersed set of functions that own those activities, the important thing and the big flaw that we see is when those aren't joined up and we see it all the time. You know, um, sometimes strategy just becomes a binder that sits on the shelf, even if it's not from McKinsey, it's from somebody inside the organization. It still it still might not get utilized. We just were talking with somebody yesterday that that is actually the very problem with the downstream is they're not referencing what's going on upstream. So that that is the big thing is how do companies, you know, how do companies join that up? What do, what do they do to make sure that that's not a problem? Yeah, I like, you know, it always reminds me of the saying that, um, you know, companies take product plan A, B, C, D, and they staple them together and say, here, here's our company strategy, you know, <laughs> the, 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 the power of the staple. Um, but, you know, what also strikes me is I listen, I love to listen to Bloomberg and I listen to, you know, how the shareholders, you know, and the board of directors have these roles to protect the company. You know, Disney is a big one that is, you know, being discussed right now. And there is no one that really protects the customer. Now, you, you know, logically think if the customers are being taken care of, you know, the shareholders and, and the management, um, that should by default be happening. But a lot of times everyone gets sucked into internal stuff and you lose the view. So I think another really important role of a marketer is making sure that they kind of run through the halls and say, this is what we need to do for the customer. And by the way, there are more than one type of customer. There's these segments of customers that exist and this is our priority on them. So um, I don't know, do you guys agree or do you see it different? I, I do. I think I used to say that marketing in, in a previous role I had that one of the roles of marketing was to be the customer advocate. And what I mean by that is, is, is obviously the, there's a, there's a conflict that the, the business needs to make profit, needs to capture some value and the, the customer wants to have the maximum value. So that, so that, that you're not exactly a spokesperson for the customer, but when I mean advocate, what I mean by that is, is when the business is considering making changes, outsourcing a key aspect of the service to uh, a third party, perhaps, or, cutting back on an element of operations that may lead to delayed or longer delivery times and so on and so forth, or changing power, whatever it is. It's that voice of the customer through marketing. If you're truly in touch with the customers, then you should be able to represent their view 
and at least make sure that decisions aren't made that have a negative impact on the customer without that being fully understood. Sometimes you can't avoid it, but having that ability to represent the customer, especially when operational or internal decisions are being made. So I think it's a really strong aspect of marketing is that is to be the voice of the customer from within. And, and we do talk about outside in, in a way that I think is instructive and supportive of this point that marketing is the customer advocate, because uh, I know when we talk about um, the right perspective of a company marketer and a market, marketing person is outside in by meaning outside, you take the view and the advocacy and the, 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 frame, um, the frame of mind of the customer. But we don't say outside only, we say outside in, meaning we have to find the intersection of those needs that match our, our capabilities and our profit goals. So I think a lot of times, um, pe people inside of an organization when marketing is advocating for the customer think that marketing is doing something that's going to lead the company to ruin or, or, or um, unprofitability and, and nothing could be further from the truth. If marketers are doing their job, they have helped the organization, first of all, figure out which targets are likely to be um, to, to, to deliver profits be willing to pay or, or really value the value proposition enough that they will pay a price that allows the company to make a profit. And if the organization understands that and marketing kind of can prove or whoever's, again, I say the word marketing, but whoever is in, in, in charge of that customer advocacy in the organization, if they can, if they do their job right and they convince the organization that, hey, this isn't about the road to ruin. <laughs> this is about uh, our best chance to thrive uh, in in our industry and in our market and to dominate and to and to win, um, then that's the right kind of perspective to have about customer advocacy, about customer focus. It's the you, road you raise something interesting there, Tom, as well, which is this idea that um, a, a well-run marketing department or marketing function will drive the business forward. But of course, in reality. The opposite is also true, where a poorly wrong marketing function can drive the business off a cliff by pursuing the wrong message to the wrong people. It has huge power. And I think that's one of the reasons why it also carries a degree of suspicion that the, the other elephant in the room with marketing is it's not always taken seriously for a number of reasons. One, because they can overpromise and underdeliver. That's a natural part of, of of any sort of growth agenda is to is to shoot for the stars. But they can also um get things completely wrong and, and have a, a, a major negative impact on the business. Or the promises they made are heavily discounted. You know, we're we're gonna add X X much cash flow, this 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 amount of profit or margin. Most businesses in the planning section dilute that thinking that's a little bit of wishful thinking, that's marketing thinking. Whereas when it comes down to cutting costs, driving efficiencies, increasing productivity, a lot more credibility is given to those departments that are taking cost out. And I think that's another challenge for marketing is you need the discipline to enhance the credibility because you're right, Tom, only they will be able to drive the business forward. But if we take it as a as a as a big picture view, I'm sure the reputation of marketing isn't as solid as we would perhaps like it to be. No, it isn't. And and one of the things that we saw, especially during the pandemic, is where does the role of marketing end? 
you know, and, you know, we, we had the belief that supply issues and that really belonged more with manufacturing or with product manager, um, because if a, if a marketer or marketing team is stretched too thin, they end up putting out a lot of fires and not really doing some of these other really important roles that we're talking about. Um, but, you know, it's, it's hard because sometimes that that's the thing of the day and marketing seems to be the one that gets called for those things. So it's a little that one's a little bit trickier, I think. Yeah, no, I, I think there's an element of, of uh, if, if you can, nothing that marketing can do, because you also want to create, you're creating beyond just satisfied customers, you want to create this fan base as well. Another thing that marketing can do is, is have as much as they're the advocate for the customer within their organization, you also want to create advocates for your business within customers' organizations. You know, you want to create that sense of, of, of community for want of a better word, where your customers are not just seeing you transactionally or just as a product, but understanding those, those layers and that breadth and depth of the offer and the more you can ingrain yourself in, and so, so marketing's job is is to constantly be making those connections post sale, through um, service issues, through renewals, whatever it is. Marketing has to always be looking to to turn a a transactional customer into a into a fan. You know that's almost that the job is not doesn't end when the customer signs the dotted line. In many ways, that just it's the beginning of a new phase of, of customer engagement. I think one of the, um, the, the things that organizations should consider, and, you, and we, we see it occasionally, but not very often is they don't, uh, they, they continue to operate marketing and sales as separate entities and that inherent conflicts that that's there can often um, cause some of the problems that we're talking about, right? A lack of connection between upstream and downstream, um, you know, uh, being reactive instead of proactive, all of those things. I, I just, I feel like the, the time is now for organizations to consider bringing those two functions together under something we, we often call it commercialization, a commercialization function. And, um, you know, uh, require that there's a single head over both of those functions because uh, that, will lead to marketing and sales working together a lot better. Um, what do you guys think about that? Yeah, I think that's a excellent, an excellent point. And and some of the more advanced companies are doing that. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to, we're at time now. So I'm going to give everyone a challenge that, you know, if you can write on a, on a post-it note, what you believe marketing's role is and have everyone on your team do the same and then compare notes and see, if you all are aligned or if there's a disconnect, it might be a, a good thing to work on together because hopefully you have a lot of different ideas from what we've just discussed. So thank you for joining us. Thank you.